Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. Today, we're talking about fruit. I wonder what your favorite kind of fruit is. Do you know what mine is? It's called dragon fruit. And there's two kinds of dragon fruit. There's the pink kind and there's the yellow kind. My favorite is the yellow kind. Have you ever tried a dragon fruit before? It's really sweet and it's really juicy. It's kind of messy, actually. Today, we're actually going to play a little bit of a game. We're going to be doing some motions, and I want you to think about those motions and do them when you hear me say certain words in our story today. And our story is about all the things that we need to do in order to grow fruit. Now, first, we need to till the soil. So I want you to take a rake at the air in front of you using your hands. Pretend that your hand is a rake. Good. And then we need to plant the seed. So I want you to pretend to put a seed in your lap and then cover it with your hands. Good. And then, of course, we need sunshine. So I want you to open up your hands super big like the rays of the sun. And then we need water. So I want you to hold your hands out over your head and sprinkle your fingers down like your fingers are the sprinkles of water falling down, down, down. Next, we need to weed the garden. So I want you to act like you're throwing something over your shoulder. Get out of here, dandelions. And then finally, we need a harvest. So I want you to take your hands up high over your head and extend them wide like you were a giant sunflower. All right. Awesome job. I hope you remember all those actions because we're going to need them as I start to tell this story. When I say those words, till, plant, sunshine, water, weed, and harvest, I want you to make those actions. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. So once there was a man who had a bunch of land. His name we don't know, so let's call him Joe. Joe tilled the soil until his skin began to boil. My goodness, it was so hot, but this was just the spot. Joe found the right seed. It was smaller than a bead. He got to work planting, rose straight, never slanting. When his work was all done, He knew he had to run. There was so much more land that needed his gentle hand. So in comes Bob, who was perfect for the job. Next came Bill, who was stronger still. They worked great together in the sun, rain, any weather. 
Seeds were watered carefully and caught the sunshine perfectly. The grapes began to grow, their roots reaching deep below. They started so small, but quickly grew tall. The grapes looked so yummy, perfect for the tummy, but they needed to wait for the perfect date. When weeds began to show, Bob cried, oh no, but Bill was ready and he brought along Freddy. They pulled and they pulled and they pulled and they pulled. When at last it was clear, they all began to cheer. And now it was time. The grapes hit their prime. It was time for the harvest and they picked all the largest. Bob got his fill and next it was Bill. Freddy ate more till he fell on the floor. Those grapes were all ready, but they weren't for Freddy. They weren't for Bill or even Bob. They were all just doing a job. Those grapes were for Joe, but the workers said no. Why should Joe be the one getting when we did all the sweating? So Joe tried again, sending his best men. But again, they said, no, these grapes weren't for Joe. This time, Joe sent his son. Maybe he would be the one. Sadly, it wasn't enough, and they beat him up rough. Now Joe was done, and Bob would get none. Neither would Bill. He'd had his fill. And don't forget Freddy, he ate his already. No, these grapes were for Joe, to eat, sell, or stow. The men were sent away, and new men came to stay. George, Tom, and Drew might have been new, but they knew their part right from the start, to till, plant, and water, and send grapes to their father. Phew, what a story! But in the end, God got the glory. Oh, didn't you know? God was the star of the show, and we were those guys with greed in our eyes. We do all the right things, then act like we're the kings. We just want to ignore who those good things are for. He even sent his son to remind us he's the one. The good things are great, but they're not for our glory. Those things are for God. And there ends our story. While this was a fun little story and activity for us to do, I want you to think about all the things that we do for God. Sometimes it's easy to get caught up thinking that we're doing these good things for ourselves. But when we serve God and we serve others, God is the one that gets the glory. And that's kind of like fruit. If God was the farmer and he was sending us into the field to work the field and produce some fruit, think of maybe like a strawberry field. Is it hard work? Yes. But those strawberries aren't all for us. They're for God to do what he needs to do, to feed other people, to help other people, because it's God's field. Well, what represents the fruit in our lives? Maybe it's helping somebody that you know that needs help. Or maybe it's listening to your parents, trusting that they know what's best for you. Or maybe it's saying a kind word to someone that looks sad. We're not doing those things for ourselves or to even make ourselves feel better. We're doing those things to help others experience God's love in their lives. And when we act like that, that produces what the Bible says is good fruit as we help others to understand the goodness of God. Let's pray. God, help us to remember what's the most important thing as we are serving you and being obedient to what you've called us to do.
God, help us to recognize all the different things that you have placed for us to do in our lives and to remember that we're doing them for you. It's so that you get the glory because you are what's most important. And yes, it does feel good to help other people, but help us to remember that we're doing that so they can experience your love through us. God, help us to remember that you get the glory and remind us that you are what's most important in our lives. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friends, thanks for listening. Hey, friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved.